This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Uh, regarding so-called smart toys, now, Hello Barbie last year was kind of a flashpoint for all of this. Uh, a Barbie that was wired, basically. Uh, that had some internet connectability and, and would enable kids to almost have a conversation with their Barbie. Kids would speak to the Barbie. That would go to some Mattel servers somewhere. And um, it would tell the Barbie how to respond. Now, there's a, a lot of toys that are going to be on the market this year that have varying degrees of, of internet or Bluetooth capability to make these toys, I guess, more interactive. The idea that, you're, you know, you're, is you're, if you're a kid and your toy can kind of respond to you or talk to you, uh, a lot of companies see, you know, big market in that, a lot of appeal in that. But not everybody's happy about it. And that's why Hello Barbie was uh, such a controversy last year. Uh, there's an interesting uh, feature piece in uh, New Scientist this week, looking at all of this, NewScientist.com. Uh, Aviva Rutkin uh, is the author of this piece. She's a reporter at uh, New Scientist, uh, writes columns on, uh, on these matters. Aviva, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Hi, thanks for having me. All right. Well, you know, broadly speaking, when we talk about smart toys, what, what is it we're talking about? Yeah, so smart is kind of this nice catch-all word for all kinds of things. Um, so it can mean, like you said, that the toy connects to Bluetooth or connects to Wi-Fi. Um, it can mean that the toy has some kind of artificial intelligence chatting capability. Um, it could mean that they have sensors that respond to uh, the child or to the environment. Um, so all kinds of different features can, can fit in under that little word. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we had Hello Barbie, as mentioned, as kind of a, a flashpoint for this last year. But th there's a lot more now on the market, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so there's all kinds of toys that you can see that are going to be available this holiday season that offer some or all of these features. Um, there's a Zoomer Chimp, which is a robotic monkey that responds to voice commands. Uh, there's also a smart dog that has sensors that give it situational awareness. Um, there's a voice-controlled digital assistant called Smarty that's supposed to be Amazon Echo for kids. Um, and even Hello Barbie, now there's a Hello Barbie dream house, um, which is kind of a smart home for her. And you can tell her home, you know, turn on the lights or send the elevator up and uh, the home will respond to what you say. All right, so a lot of this involves some internet, Wi-Fi, or I guess even just in some cases, Bluetooth connectivity then. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it kind of it depends from toy to toy, but a lot of them do have these connections where maybe they connect to uh, an app or to the parent's phone. Maybe they connect to Wi-Fi like Hello Barbie did to enable some of the capabilities that they have. Um, you know, that's built into a lot of these things. Right. It's one of the big concerns, and it was the case last year with Hello Barbie. It's, well, what are you doing with all of this information? And, and 
um, you know, are kids' conversations being recorded and stored? Uh, who has access to that? What's the company doing with, with all of that data? I mean, that's so those privacy concerns are, are certainly at the forefront of this. Yeah, absolutely. And like you say, Hello Barbie was kind of the point that um, drew a lot of people's attention. Um, there was even um, here in Boston, where I am, a campaign for a commercial-free childhood um, started a campaign against Hello Barbie called Hell No Barbie, um, <laughs> where they tried to convince people not to buy it. Um, and, you know, uh, it just started people having, you know, smart toys are still relatively new. And it started a lot of these conversations about what kind of capabilities do we want or not want toys to have? Or, you know, what's the smart way to, to design these or to decide what to expose kids to? Right. And so I, I guess parents need to be aware of that because uh, different toys work differently. Different companies have different policies. So, I, I mean, if parents are concerned about that, I guess they, they really need to, to know what they're getting into. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I would say, you know, just because it has that, you know, technology built into it that it's necessarily bad. But I think it does mean that parents should take the extra step to maybe pause and ask some, you know, critical questions about how does this toy work? You know, who is the data being shared with? You know, is it being stored or is it being deleted? Um, you know, what kind of steps does the company say that they're taking, if any, to help keep the kids' information secure? Um, you know, also, there's, it's worth asking with some of these toys, you know, what does smart mean? And does that smartness add something um, really valuable? Or, you know, would we just would this toy sort of just be just as successful if it was, a, you know, a dumb Barbie or a dumb version of the toy that didn't have this stuff built in? Well, and that's the other side of it, right? I mean, there's there's the value of play, the value of imagination. And, and for a child, and as opposed to having Barbie talk to the child to imagine what, what Barbie might say and to act out these scenarios and, and to use one's imagination, I mean, that's the other big knock on these toys is that it, it takes away that, that component. Yeah, you know, so when you talk to um, researchers who are experts in play, they say exactly that, that unstructured imaginative play um, is actually really important for the development of a child's brain. And it helps them develop all kinds of skills that end up being useful for them later in life, like the ability to come up with creative solutions to problems, you know, the ability to regulate their own emotions and behavior, to understand symbols, you know, all kinds of really great life skills are, are built into what might seem like a little bit of silliness when you're little. Um, and, you know, that is one of the knocks that some people have on these toys that they say, you know, how about Barbie again being the example, she has, you know, this big database of hundreds of responses that she can come up with to what the child says. But then, you know, some people are concerned that does that mean that the kid then gets locked into whatever the script is that Hello Barbie puts them on rather than coming up with their own story of this is who she is and this is what we're doing together and this is what we're talking about. But I think parents are having to navigate right, that right now because so much of what kids are doing does involve, um, you know, Internet connectivity and what kids are doing online and uh, what's being shared and what they're learning. So, I mean, it's it's part of navigating childhood today, right? So it's sort of an extension of what parents have been dealing with, really, you know, for the past certainly 10 or 15 years. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You know, it's it's really different now than it was 10 or 15 or 20 years ago. You know, I remember when I was a kid, we had a, one computer and it was in the basement and my parents had helped me get on to use it. 
But now, you know, maybe you don't have smart toys in the home, but you probably, you know, maybe you have Siri on the iPhone or you have Alexa in the Amazon Echo. You know, maybe your kids are using computers or iPads or they're going on the Internet. You know, they're exposed to technology in so many different ways and so early on that, um, you know, kind of some of the questions that parents might want to ask themselves here extend beyond just toys and go into, you know, how do I um, teach my kid to be a smart user of this kind of technology? And how do I, you know, show them how to navigate the, the world that we're going to be living in? Yeah, it's really interesting. Well, people can read more at uh, newscientist.com. Uh, Aviva, really interesting stuff. Thanks so much for joining us here. Thank you for having Much me. Much appreciated. Aviva Rutkin is a reporter at New Scientist, uh, focuses a lot of uh, her writings on uh, issues around AI and, and technology. And so, you know, I think that that's, well, the concern's twofold, obviously, right? I mean, what's being done with this data? Because like with the Hello Barbie's, an obvious example, the kids are talking to Barbie, the the conversations are being relayed to the Mattel servers uh, to then let the Barbie know what to say back to the kid. So is Mattel amassing a a great database of, of children's conversations or what are they doing with this? And so, I mean, do you have a big company listening in on, on your kids? So there were a lot of concerns being expressed. I mean, what if, what if kids are disclosing really kind of intimate, personal things to, to their toys? Who's hearing that conversation? So I think for a parent, I mean, if you're going to buy the toy, because, I mean, you can see the appeal for a kid, I guess, that, wow, what, Barbie can talk to me now? Gee, that's, that's crazy. But how does it work? And uh, what's what's being done with the information? So it's it's just like any any game or any app that your kids are, are downloading, right? I mean, how much privacy is being compromised? But I guess there's the other side of it. And some people have already texted to say, you know, since when did we we take the imagination out of out of playing, out of being a kid? You know, you have the toys and you imagine what they are, what they're doing, or what they're saying, and and that that comes from your own creativity. But I think that argument's been around a long time. I mean, toys get more specific and more tailored. Uh, you know, it's one thing to just take a stick and imagine that stick is a bunch of different things. Or you can buy the toy that's a, a sword. Or, you know, you can buy the toy that's a soldier's gun or whatever it is. You don't have to use the stick to imagine what it is. I think people said the same thing then. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, there are great toys out there like Lego that really can tap into a child's imagination. But maybe sometimes kids want to turn their brains off a bit and, and just play with toys. So that's the same thing for parents, too, I think, to uh, find that balance, right? And do you, what do you want your kids to get from that toy that you're thinking of buying? Thing with you know around this time of year, right? I mean, parents get caught up in these these trends. Remember Tickle Me Elmo twenty years ago, and how bonkers people went for that because uh, it was not quite at this level of technology, but it was something responsive, right? It was something interactive, and so that's why I think there's a lot of appeal with this stuff too. All right, 403-974-8255. If you want to uh, phone in or you can text as well, same number. We can talk a bit about uh, smart toys. We'll take a break here. We've got some other news to get to as well. Don't forget, 1.30 this afternoon, we'll get an update from ACERT on these uh, Calgary police officers facing charges stemming from uh, uh, what, by all accounts, was a fairly violent arrest of a suspect. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 12.30 on News Talk 770 Calgary.